Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mama Mama is brought to you by the very lovely Golding Accountancy. If you're in need of anything accounts related, then these are the guys to talk to. They're based in Essex, but work nationwide, and you honestly won't find a nicer bunch to help you with your finances. You can find them at wearegolding.com. Oh, I do! I'm like it's I'm in another country. I know because I just look. I look like I look like I don't know. Like I've had all kinds of comments about the lights behind me today. It's about every kind of meeting. And you look when I've like logged on with you. You look like yeah, you're in the middle of the night, and I just look like I'm in some kind of brothel. That's what somebody <laughs> said today. Oh, somebody. <laughs> Somebody said, what is that? Um, have you got like barbed wire behind you? I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> a bit like barbed wire. Don't know if you've got all your handcuffs on the bed though, Harry, does it? I know, do you know what I mean? And I honestly, have conduct, like, I've been sitting here since nine o'clock this morning. I haven't taken Idris out. I gave him pot noodles for lunch. I haven't, I, I've got to take it out. As soon as he finished, I've got to take it out. But how are you, darling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad the sun's, it's warmer, isn't it? It just makes you feel oh. so much different. Oh, it's just beautiful. Better. Oh, it's so much better. Do you know what? It was great because we had snow. That was a little whoop, whoop, whoop. And then we've had sun and that's a little bit of whoop, whoop, whoop. And then Boris told us about the roadmap and everybody's just, they're all like, I don't know, they're all popping pills, aren't they? They're all like happy as Larry. <laughs> popping the happy pills. Hey, twenty first of June. Well, if everything goes to plan, then the twenty first of June is going to be a big day. I mean, it's my birthday on the sixteenth, oh, so I know I meant to text you saying you're going to be really lucky, aren't you? Because you're. I mean, I know it's going to still be in lockdown, but it won't be like it is. And then we can obviously go out the next week. No, we'll go out and party, party hard, oh. party hard, right? Like nobody's like been partying. Well, we haven't been partying before, to be fair. But you know what? We've got um, we've got a wonderful guest on today. She's like um, she's done everything and she's doing everything. Um, she owns a dance school, runs a dance school in South London. Her name is Danny. She'll tell us all about it. But she's also got two children, and she's had a baby. And uh, just before Christmas, I was going to make her some cakes. Well, I did make her some cakes. 
And I think it was two days before Christmas, the whole family got COVID. Oh. So it was, uh, so poor thing, she literally had had a baby and then they all got COVID and it literally over Christmas. And I think like for her, like when I speak to her, she's, she's a really upbeat person. And it's quite nice to speak to her, to be honest, because she's had some real challenges. But yeah, she's also, um, what I love about her is she's getting the raw talent of kids this in this dance school and she's been everywhere she's been to America she's been everywhere with these kids like preparing them into like stardom she's 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 brilliant love her so we've got her today whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. enjoy why are you picking your face stop picking your face no. <laughs> you yeah. look like Babs today like Babs. glasses on it's the yellow as well I think anyway If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Work. Work. Good, uh, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's not good afternoon, is it? Good evening. Right, well, welcome to the Mama Mama podcast. With me, welcome. Harry, and, and me, Amy, and Amy's rather large cup. Look at how big that is. It's not that big. It's just because it's near the. It, honestly, <laughs> it looks like what is that? Um, what is the little Britain thing with the little person and the, all the big things? 
<laughs> sing the theme tune. <laughs> right, the theme tune, tune. Sing the theme that's, tune. That's you. Oh, what is it, Dennis? Albert, no. Oh, I can't, I can't remember anything. No. So I don't. Anyway, I can't remember anything. But but you you just feel a bit like that. But, I know but we're joined mean. by um, a very wonderful and very um, very talented guest today. Danny, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me. So, thank um, you for coming. Thank you for coming. What we're going to talk about today? I know you've got like I was just saying to Amy before, you've got you've got a lot of talents. You've you've had a dance school. You've got a podcast coming on. You've got three children, um, and you've got many different kind of avenues that you that you go down. So we're just going to basically, because doesn't know anything about you, neither do our listeners. So we're just going to kind of, I guess we're just going to have a really, just a, kind of a decent chat about what you've been doing, how's it going, what's, you know, what's in it for the future for you guys. And then that's it, really. It's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a very loose conversation. And I'm sure I will be able to, well, how would I be able to, I don't think I've got any naughty stories about you. Um, no, actually, funnily enough, on nights out with Tembi, I don't think that you've actually... Oh, a festival, maybe? No, Love Box? No, not Love Box. You were very well behaved, though. Look oh, at her little face. Okay. She's shitting herself. <laughs> like, what have I done? <laughs> what have you know, I done? After having um, children, I definitely think I toned down and... I know that after having my middle child, who is NJ, who is now five, going to be six this year, I went through some depression and anxiety, and I definitely was very scared. I think to sort of get drunk, to be honest, or yeah, I was a bit held back on nights out and things like that. And then, then going from one to two children, the thought of having to get up the next day to look after them and things like that. that, that yeah. There's no point for me. I'm, I don't. Yeah, I don't enjoy drinking or you know. Um, if I know I've got to get up the next day and look after these children, so yeah. you know, I think I've definitely toned it down. And now that I've had third child, and I'm like, okay, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, you can live, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen, is it? No, no. <laughs> it's too much. too much. I stopped drinking a couple of years ago because I just can't can't handle it. Can't add, I've just admitted to myself that I cannot live my life as I need to live it when I'm hungover or drunk. So don't no more. Drink at all, or you just have no. Nope, don't drink at all because I can't. If I have one, then that's it. Right. I, I have to. I can't have any because otherwise I get drunk so easily. Two mouthfuls and I'm. So then I just drink the bottle because I'd have no willpower. So I just need to not do it. Yeah. I know my. Wait. When you're a functional alcoholic, yeah, you can handle, you know, you can yeah. handle it. Like, you know, Tembi, bless her, myself. But we get, we get, um, we get updates. We get updates from Tembi. I think if you manage to um, involve alcohol daily as part of your lifestyle, maybe you sort of, um, <laughs> you know, um, don't sort of get as drunk or you have to drink a lot more, you're fresh yeah. But I don't drink that much, and I'm the same. I think Valentine's Day, I thought, all right, you know, we had the kids were at home. Let me do a lot of meals. So I sort of did like pepper prawns and um, brown stew chicken and ackee and callaloo, and I really sort of did a good few things. Oh, I did. But anyway, the kids were in the house. Um, my partner was upstairs with the kids. 
I put the garage on and uh, I opened up some alcohol. And before I know it, I was literally. <laughs> I said, we saw you. We saw you. We oh, saw you, you saw dancing. Me. <laughs> we saw you. <laughs> that night, that night, literally, I couldn't, I couldn't look after the baby. Like I was literally, Sparko in the bed, just you, you know, any, um, yeah. any thoughts of hanky panky were gone out the window. That was <laughs> it wasn't a bad oh, thing to remember. It was, I was, I was a mess. And the next day, I woke up and I, I had a massive hangover, and I was like, oh my god, um, I think I'm a, I'm a one to one and a half glass kind of person yeah more than that and i really do feel it and i just thought how many did you have i I mean i had the whole bottle of wine um or prosecco and then i had some brandy and i think whoa whoa (laughs) so you know um like i said if my mom or or someone comes around or occasionally like sunday we might have a bottle of wine and i literally a glass and maybe a little bit more and that is yeah 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 you know, it was crazy. I just thought, no, this is this is too much for me, and I, I didn't like the feeling the next day. And obviously, no. I had to get back to homeschool. Oh. So, oh, I mean, God. It was too much. <laughs> did you have a nice time, though? I did. I enjoyed it while it lasted, but the consequences yeah. of those few hours of fun were yeah. worth it. You know, I yeah. Still, yeah. I'm a wild person anyway. I'm quite daring and stuff like that, so I don't really need alcohol to be. <laughs> on the edge, you know. <laughs> no, definitely not. So tell us, um, tell us, tell us about, or tell Amy anyway. I mean, I know about your fantastic school. Um, tell us about your dance school, uh, Danny, because that's, um, well, I mean, that's been going for quite a while, isn't it? Feel so fantastic anymore, you know, in in a sense, especially this pandemic. Very yeah. How things will be when we go back. I mean. So I started teaching dance um, about, well, I think about 20 years ago, to be honest, even if it was just random teaching. And then it was in my early 20s, I started a dance school, but it was literally like three schools a week. And then I was um, working a bit of dance work and admin. So I was also did a bit of part-time nannying. So I did a few things. And then I got pregnant with my daughter. I was 26 and I thought, oh my gosh, I need to actually do something a bit more seriously. So that's when I started to take my dance school more seriously. I upped the ante, I had classes in different areas and to a point where it was very difficult because I had classes in East London, all around South East London. And it was difficult, like if you advertised in Families Magazine, you have to be in that one, that one, that one. So the expenses Mm. and everything was... So over the years, I've kind of downscaled. I've ventured now into parties, dance parties trying to take that more seriously and i personally actually really love doing dance parties the children yeah. are so much fun you can have a lot of fun with the children so i really enjoy that avenue and then cruise so i have yeah got cruise i've been in a hip-hop crew myself yeah. and i have a dance crew of teenagers now and they have been really successful so we've been to la um and vegas sorry, LA. wow LA. Name, sorry, Arizona and LA Vegas to compete in the hip hop world championships. <gasps> I competed in it in 2014 with my crew that I was with at the time. And then um, I thought, oh my gosh, my kids, you know, they really need to be pushed to do this because they're yeah. all countries with them in Australia, New Zealand. Wow. You know, oh, that's amazing. It was just, it really was. And the UK are not very well supported in the avenue of dance. So it was just it was just really amazing to go and, and everyone was taking it so seriously and the whole 
the talent that is just around the world and the way that dance brought everybody together was so amazing. Yeah. There were so many young kids, no fights, no trouble, just you could walk around the resort. So amazing. And um, yeah, so then I've been, my crew have been since three times and um, they've got into the semi-finals. It's really tough, especially in the team. Yeah. God, I bet. I bet it is. Yeah. Mad. Um, yeah, but they got into the semi-finals. That's amazing. Fuck me. Jesus yeah. Christ. They, they missed it by like two places. It was really upsetting because um, you go all this way and then you dance once. Unless you, the kids individually have also qualified to do a battle, a solo. Um, so, But most of the kids, you know, they go in with, that, with your team. Yeah. And there's sometimes 60, around 60 or 70 teams from around the world in a category oh. and they're taking like the top 20 to the semi-final and then eight to 10 to the final. So God. it's tough, it's tough. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's good. Um, they're, a lot of them, they're doing their 18, 17, 18. Um, so they yeah. do their own thing. And one of them is um, gonna be going on tour in a dance company this year. They're, some of them don't want oh. to be dancers, but one wants to be a photographer. They want to do various things. So I'm now sort of um, trying to drive to get some more talent and my daughter, is in my younger crew. I've always wanted a girls' crew. So yeah. my younger crew, crew called G Squad. They are. We've got the youngest is eight, and then and the oldest is thirteen, and um, a sort of a middle squad. And I'm trying to train them, which has been quite difficult on Zoom because um, yeah, you totally. You know what it's like everything yeah. on Zoom, everything on Zoom. It just becomes a bit yeah, you know yeah. I've had to sort of get a bit strict to them because they would be really relaxed and normally i'd say okay next week in the studio you've got to do this but they weren't sort of taking it as seriously on zoom sending yeah in. yeah so i said you know what you know 20 press-ups at the beginning of the session on your own if you haven't done this or you know if you you don't know what you're doing today if you haven't practiced it for next week you're gonna have to do it in front of us on zoom straight away next week it might seem really harsh but when you're in a competitive team God, yeah yeah we're gonna go <laughs> When, as soon as competitions open up, we'll be back there. And if they've sat still for the last year, hardly done anything, yeah. they're not yeah, going no, to it's true. well, and then it will not be another confidence knock. So it was a bit more relaxed at the beginning because we didn't know how long this was going to last. Yeah, um, yeah overall, that's the whole dance school. This, like I said, has scaled it down um, a lot, a lot smaller. And um, just trying to, there's so many dance schools now as well. You just Google and thousands of dance schools are coming up you know when I started there weren't as many now loads of people even if dancers just have one or two classes a week you you're in competition with so many yeah. schools so it, it's a tough business and yeah. it is not um for me anyway um just the way I've maybe run it and I've made a lot of business mistakes along the way as well I'm not gonna lie um I should have done things a lot better years ago um in a different way I'm not saying that I've run in my business terribly but there's certain things that I should have done. I didn't ever study business or anything like that. So there's a lot of mistakes that I made earlier. Yeah. I yeah. Made my business bigger or better earlier on and be in a better position now, but it didn't happen. So I, you know, I have to learn from those mistakes and then look at other avenues of how can yeah. I, how can I make money in a different way yeah. that I still love, which is everything performance and dance, you know? Yeah. So have you always been a dancer? Yeah, I started ballet when I was three and wow. I probably didn't do hip hop till I, I went to arts educational as a teenager and got a diploma in musical theatre. So I've done tap, ballet, jazz, hip hop, singing, yeah. rock, all the, but I, you know, musicals back then it was harder to get in 
mm. sing very well and a lot of the swings they want to cover the main roles which I couldn't do I wasn't strong enough and then back then unfortunately it was more token black um, and even though I'm not black I'm a mixed race there would often be one or two in yeah the yeah musicals so now, then it became much more fashionable to be a commercial dancer that was a lot of light skin. Um, yeah. So, you know, colorism and being judged by your talent and color does come into play somewhat when you, back then, when I was yeah. in, as a late teen, early 20s, and and then it sort of changed over the years. Sorry. My cat. Oh, it's your cat. Well, you're you're Aww. talking to two two. I mean, I went to drama school, so yes. I did ballet up until I was about twenty-one. And Amy's a Amy's a bit of a drama queen over there. I did drama Charlie? at university, but it was drama and theatre studies. Okay. It wasn't that much performance, which I would have preferred. But I went through clearing, and it just didn't work out like that. But yeah, mm. okay, 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 yeah. yeah. But, I mean, but Amy's got the singing voice. Okay. I haven't. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah. It's nice yeah. to sing, even if you're just singing lullabies to the children rather than singing exactly. like witch, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure Idris appreciated my Welsh choral voice when he was getting to sleep. <laughs> it was probably a little bit too much for a blessing. Welsh but, you know, I will tell you, though, uh, I, will, I will give you this little story because I find it hilarious. Um, so I... Because Idris, what he's really into dancing, he loves dancing, and he said, "I really want to like go to a class." And I signed him up for quite a few, and got there, and it's like a church hall, and it's a bit shit. Anyway, um, there was the stage one, and it was in Loughton, and um, he said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it." We looked at the, we looked on the line, and we got him set up, and he went, and he got there, and he said, "Um," I went, "Yeah." He said, they're all girls. No. I said, yeah, I know, it's fine. I was honestly, it's cool. You could just, you know, we could just get in there and, you know, you'll be fine, honestly. Give it a go. Give it one one yeah. go, one lesson. So he gave it a go and he came out and he said, um, yeah, it's all right. They're a little bit pink, but, you know, that's fine. I'll go next week. The next week comes anyway. He says, um, he says, Mom, I just can't do it anymore. He says, um, I don't like those jazz hands. I would prefer something a bit more urban. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now I know and now you've given it a go. But he, oh, it was hilarious watching him. What class was I, it to sign him up for, Justin? It was like a musical theatre. Okay. But, but they hadn't advertised like that online. So obviously I'm rocking up with Idris. He's like boisterous. He's like, you know, likes a bit of grime. He's... You know, he's always like going on about something like Minecraft and gaming. And then you've got all these lovely little girls in their little tutus and their little ballet shoes. And they're all, you know, very wonderful and polite and nice. And then you've got Idris, slap bang in the middle. He needed a hip hop or a breaking class. That's what he needed. Yeah, but you know what? He He's actually, he does like ballet, like secretly. I've got videos of Idris. And he's actually got the moves, even if I haven't shown him. So I, and I do think like, it's a bit of a shame with boys um, because I would like him. I'd love, I'd love to see him do that, but I just don't think he, I don't think he would do it far enough to, you know, if the stigma was that, or if he came against, against somebody who said, 
oh, ballet, that's the girls. I mean, how would he yeah. react? I just don't think he's going to do it. It depends on the class. If you found the right class for him, and it also depends in himself. If you, if he could have that self confidence of, I mean, ballet dancers, male ballet dancers are some of the fittest fucking people you've ever seen in your life, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's an amazing, yeah. They're strong, you know. Any, but yeah, I think that would. It depends on his because if he's going to not deal with it when people are saying things like that, then. It's yeah, horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. It's horrible. Boys and My son did mine, and his dad was a bit like, you know, his dad. <laughs> you know, his dad's a bit of a man's man. Um, he did ballet, but he, you know, like I said, his dad is, is always doing boxing and sports with him and things like that. And he, on one point, he was coming to work with me on a Saturday morning, and he wanted to join in. So I got the ballet. I have ballet shoes in stock anyway. So. You know, he really enjoyed it. And um, I just didn't make a big thing out of it. He didn't sort of comment that he was the only boy. It was more of his dad that sort of made a thing. And I just said, just leave it. It's not, you know, he's not yeah. a skirt or anything. Like, Don't worry. Um, <laughs> and, there, you know, there are some boys that, are, you know, want to wear skirts and do all that sort of thing. And in this day and age, those things are acceptable. Yeah. You know, and it's fine. We want to be inclusive of all children and whatever they want to do. However, um, you know, my boy is quite a boy's boy. Um, but he just enjoyed coming along and then the other day he asked me oh mummy can I do one of your hip-hop classes online and I said yeah just do it you know I'm just a bit more flexible with with yeah Um, but with ballet with boys I I have taught some boys and you do kind of need to steer them in the boys path because the boys hold their their stature differently and they put their arm differently when you're teaching so it was quite difficult just for one yeah. well, if you have sort of half and half when you just have one boy in a class and they, they do get to a point unless they're really good at it totally. yeah of, you know they've got to really want to do it and you know the stigma is there it's just yeah. the it's, you've got i mean it's yeah. really hard isn't it ballet so you've got to really want yeah. to do it anyway to persevere with it but let alone with all the stigma attached you've got to be good yeah. at it haven't you like naturally yeah. totally it's tough i, I was you, i was told you're you're too you won't ever be a ballet dancer. You've got your too curvy, you know. Yeah. That's I what I got it. told. Yeah. yeah, totally. That's what I got yeah. told. Yeah, you've got, you've got to, you're, you're too tall. I got that all the time. Okay. Because all the girls were really petite and I was like the bloody giant in the class. And then I, I was, you know, residential, stayed in the school and it was like, you'd, I'd be like looking around and it's true. They're all like tiny, like tiny, tiny, tiny. And I was Did like, you know that to, be, to get into the Royal Ballet, you're, they actually interview your parents. So yeah. my old pupils, she was, oh, I can't remember, is it White Lodge? I think it's called. And she is from Asian. Her parent, her mum is, I can't remember where she's from, um, whether she's Chinese or Japanese or Vietnamese. I'm not too sure because I think she was a mix of English. Yeah. Okay. English. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't think she the girl saw her dad, but or was I don't know what, what he wasn't around anyway. But she went yeah. and they're like, you know, you need to see your parents. And and there was one another girl that went to my old dance school when I was younger, and she went and she didn't get in because her mum did have quite wide hips and was very curvy. And they said, you know, you are just gonna have weight problems. So they yeah. did. You know, she was really good. Um, but the Asian, I can imagine that. Oh my god! I remember. I mean. I'm not going to say the name of the college, but I did go to a dance college, um, a very well-known one to audition. And at the time, I was a bit of puppy fat, always had a bit of a bum, you know. And I went and on the bottom of my form, um, they wrote overweight and underlined it three times at my audition. 
and they they offered me a place there but on the condition that i lost weight flip me and i got sure. the office at my old dance college and said you know they didn't they were much kinder but they said you know you'll you'll get more work if you if you lose the weight you know but Shit, i was older then and i'd been in the industries you know been to yeah. auditions and somewhat at college um so it was understandable they want they want people um to be slimmer i mean nowadays yeah. things are changing yeah ultimately it's now i feel like people should be more about health than necessarily weight yeah. Industry, you know, um, people are judgmental. Oh, she's a bit this, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you catch yourself saying it, don't you? Oh, she's yeah. a bitch. Oh, 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 she can, oh, she's a big girl and she can dance yeah, well. Exactly. That's what my mum says. Oh, she's big, but she can dance. And I'm like, judgmental industry, the performing arts and it, you know, yeah. there are some yeah. famous people now that are bigger, but it's yeah. rooted. They get certain roles because of their size, don't they? Really, you know, it's um, yeah. I had that with my singing. I had two of the people that managed me, two different people told me I needed to lose weight. One of them drove me to this clinic in Ilford to get me medicine from a doctor. I got injected with something which made you supposed to make you poo your fat out quicker. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That now, please. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't fucking work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet it didn't work. Stop oh, it. I'd like some of that. I need to lose some weight and I'm struggling. Darling, you've yeah. just had a baby, for God's sake, woman. Stop it. No, so I'm... how how old how old is your, your little one? Because you've just had I was explaining to Amy, seven months. Seven and months. and just before Christmas, you all got COVID, didn't you? Which was horrific. Out of Christmas Day we had COVID. Yeah, that's so, oh, that was rough. It was rough. It was rough. Um it wasn't a nice Christmas and the kids no. were upset, you know, because we were, their dad was way worse than I was. And my yeah. dragged on the tiredness, fatigue, and, you know, um, at first I was okay. And to be fair, I wouldn't have thought I had COVID at the beginning. It was just, a, I had a little bit of a scratch at the back of my throat. And, um, you know, like when you sometimes get into the end of a cold and your throat and nose in the back was a bit itchy and that's just all I had at the beginning and um, then I was so surprised to have it but then I did get worse yeah as the days went on so yeah it wasn't a great Christmas but I know people are scared of COVID and, and rightly so everyone will have fears for different reason whether it be the media or whatever it is um that's a different conversation but I kind of felt a bit glad to get it and come out the other side yeah I agree. waiting to get COVID Am I, yeah. get, am I not going to get it if you see someone or from a delivery? You know, at one point, yeah, yeah. the worst part was being pregnant because yeah. the yeah. head, I had my baby in July. That was really bad. When we went food shopping, we would literally have the bacterial wipes and be washing and spraying everything before we yeah. put it away because we were scared. And yeah. people didn't know um, if pregnant people could be affected. One minute you were high risk, the next you weren't. Yeah. To be fair, that was quite bad. And, um, the whole pregnancy, we really were so strict. Uh, I didn't see my mum for four months at all. Stuff. But then once we've kind of had it now, we're kind of like, okay, we've got through this. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, they, there's no scientific evidence to definitely say you won't get it again, but you're less no. likely to get it again within a... That's what they reckon, yeah. So, you know, did the, you did the kids get it? Did the kids get it or taller? She's 11. She sort of, um, one day, a couple of days, she said, um, oh, her taste was a bit funny. And then she had a cold and she hadn't been anywhere or seen anyone so other than us. So I think she yeah. had it mildly. The baby who we were breathing over the whole time, <laughs> um, 
you know, he didn't get anything. So that was great. Oh, that's good. Fine. And I was one worried and they sort of said, you know, oh. there's no evidence to say that a baby would be affected any worse than, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of yeah. evidence about babies. And my son, he's five, nothing, nothing with him at all. So, so strange, isn't it? Like how it affects different people in different ways. It yeah. really is. It, it honestly, yeah, it is. It's just a strange. But thing. It just thank goodness you were all right. Absolutely. And you got through it, and because yeah. that must be terrifying with a new baby. Yeah, on top God, of everything absolutely. else, it's hard enough, isn't it? I was on the phone straight away to one 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 just to ask. Yeah, worried and. Um, you know, but thankfully he was okay. And then you're sort of waiting. Is there an incubation period? So you can't yeah. help yeah. worry each day that goes by because you don't know whether um, he will would get sick. But thankfully he, you know, he was a tough little one. And um, you know, oh. fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, but you, but I also take my hat off to you because you were like running around London trying to do everything with a baby and the kids. Yeah. And then you had COVID. Yeah. And I was like, I came. To I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> and um and their dad was literally he was literally he was literally in the bed for a week sweating he was Mm. really bad so we i moved out of the the bedroom because it's an ensuite so i just moved out of there and went in my with my son and the baby in the bunk beds because i at first i didn't think i had it um and he was really bad he couldn't do anything to help at at, at all you know yeah i was thinking god this is (laughs) <laughs> I felt really bad after. I felt really bad. After. I was just thinking to myself, this is <laughs> But you had to get up and do everything, even though yeah. you had it as well. And I think that's um, like you know, like oh, I don't care what I say, but you know, I do think that that is a difference between men and women when yes. when we do have things we you know you've been through childbirth fairly recently and you've still got the effects of having a a young baby plus uh, you know one under five plus an 11 year old and if you've been in a pandemic for a year and you're still getting up and doing things I mean fuck me hats off to you I don't I don't think many men would be able to take on that that role because you just got up and do it because it's natural. It's but you have to. You, we have to yeah. do it, don't we? I had to because I had it, and I still had to cook my kids dinner yeah. every night. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Get the shopping yeah. and do. It. I mean, I didn't go when I had it. I didn't know that I had it because I had it very early on. And I don't think I actually went out and got shopping when I was really sick. I don't know what we did actually. I can't even remember now. But yeah, but I still had, I remember, yeah. I do remember that I text their dad because he had them and I asked him if he could get me a can of Coke because I thought I just needed something because I couldn't eat and I just yeah. needed something and he wouldn't get me one. <laughs> and I remember texting my mate moaning about it. And then when I found out that it was COVID, she was like, even when you had COVID, <laughs> he couldn't get you a can of Coke. <laughs> and I was like, to be yeah, fair, we didn't really know. Even but... the, um, the children's father together or you're not together? No, 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 no. We were separated. Okay, okay. But it was just like, you know... It's that thing of when you've got it, you still got to get on yeah. with it. Yeah, you know. Totally. I mean, it, it was Christmas as well, and I felt really oh. bad. I mean, to be fair, we had a, we had duck, and the duck was overdone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he couldn't even taste the duck, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, matter. Matter. We have a um, and you know, I think we were having Christmas dinner literally between eight and nine p.m. because I just managed to muster up the energy somehow. Oh, bless you! Tired, 
And in the morning, the kids just wanted it to be all about the presents and things. Yeah. It's literally one of those days where you just don't really move from the sofa. But with the baby, it was difficult um, because yeah. it's just demanding. Oh. Aren't they? So that's got to be like the worst part. And you can't, oh. in this pandemic, you can't sort of say, oh, mum, come around. Cause then she no, was, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Nightmare situation, really. So, well, let, let, let's move on because you, you're just sort of really exciting um, now. You're taking on a new venture. And I saw, I saw the lovely Tempe. She does fucking make me laugh. Mm-hmm. She, she texts me going, yes, yes, well, I think I should be an influencer now, Harry. I was <laughs> like, oh, God. I was like, Danny has, like, fucking created a monster here. Um, but... <laughs> because you're going to do a podcast aren't you yes so basically we have already filmed and recorded at the moment our podcast is for youtube and i will well i'm in the process of getting the equipment the recording equipment for so we can put things on spotify and um, itunes and you know those sorts of platforms um so at the moment it's video based and okay. um, so we filmed we, we, the last conversation that we had was about homeschooling and that one is going to come out next week so that one will be our first one that we're airing so I'm quite excited about that to be honest um, what's it yeah. called? our podcast is called Mum Mania UK wicked lovely so with the homeschooling one did it just go homeschooling don't fucking bother <laughs> is that what it was <laughs> fucking actually, don't bother no it was it was more along the lines of oh you know we don't want our kids to go back and be behind we're really trying our best there and one of my friends schools is what well basically with mum mania we have a panel which will probably grow so yeah. um at the moment there's four of us um yeah i began this I had the initial idea and yeah. then um, I asked some friends that were very different that yeah. mums that can be is very different yeah, she is. very very different yeah, she is very different and she sort of has a very positive angle oh she's thing, brilliant you know? brilliant so she's great like- she's great as well for she's great for another like she's got quite a few like when you when you first start talking to Tembi, you don't actually realise that deep underneath, she's just so sparky and clever and creative. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go, fuck me, Tempe. Like, she's just, there's so many she's different so facets creative. of she's her. So she really like, is. When she's having a tough time with things like that, you know, when she has phoned me upset, it's just so rare that she has those. She does have yeah. those moments, but she's the person that when she's upset, you know, it's hard to hear because she's that person that is always there, happy, bubbly, looking and the positive, the bright side, trying to yeah. find a way to help you. Well, can't you just try this? Or what about yeah. this? Um, that kind of person. So she's amazing. Um, you know, already in our chat, she's, you know, both her and I, I, I thought I've got to do my video, my intro video. And it, it literally took me an hour to do like this less than a minute because I kept saying the wrong thing and, <laughs> and um, I, I wrote a speech I wanted to write and then I hadn't had time to memorize the whole speech of the second paragraph and I was like oh no I can't do that it's too long I need it to be natural <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I needed the, uh, the other mums to do theirs as well I thought I've got to be the first one to send it to give them the kick up the bum for them to do theirs so I sent a screenshot of all my recordings like the face 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 yeah 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 in different moments and then Tembi did the same thing and she sent me a picture of all of hers and she sent me two final videos 
And I said, I can't have these going over one minute. Instagram, obviously, videos are, are one minute, really. Yeah. People obviously turn off from videos. You know, we all know when we're on Instagram, yeah. we are flick, flick. We listen to the first bit. We don't always listen to the, the yeah. second bit. And hers was so long. I said, uh, but thankfully, she said her name at the beginning and the little bit in. So I said, I had to cut the beginning. <laughs> it was so I know. Long. She was like, hi. My name is Tembi. <laughs> like, no, no, like um. So we've been tasked to um do a video under one minute now. <laughs> you know, she's saying the whole backstory of creating this video. Just get on with the video, babe. She's so yeah. funny. When we have when we film, it just naturally just goes off somewhere else. And yeah. I, as when we start, I'm like, let's just try and sit to the point. Let's just try and sit to the point. And then because she's like, <laughs> like, I'm like, like we, we just go off off the point of the conversation. It's just so funny. But um, Carla, she's a panelist and she's a friend through a friend. And at one point, her son came to one of my hip hop classes, so that's how okay. we met. And uh, she's also got three children, all boys. And her baby was due before mine last year and came, I think, a week after. So she was overdue and I was early. So wow. um, that was nice to speak to her. And we did an exercise class online together, or a pre-class, ah. which was nice. And then another friend, her son is in my hip hop crew. He's going to be 18 this year. He's a big YouTuber at the moment, Damare. He's, he, he is a fantastic dancer. I spotted him when he was about eight. I was like, oh my God, this boy's a star. I need him in my crew. And I've become friends with his mum over the years. And she's obviously just got one child that's 18. So we're all mums, but wow, we okay. have different um, ages. Well, actually, Carla and I are very similar ages, but our backgrounds and our lifestyles are very different. She's a she's yeah. um, financial advisor. Um, you know, Nisha. She's got an almost eighteen year old, and she you know she works um, for um, the local authority, and obviously, Tembi works in the school. So we're all very yeah. different, you know. Um, yeah. And I, you want the conversation to go in different ways when you're talking about mum related issues. You don't just want it to be one point of view. So the next conversation that we're going to be having is about um, mental health after pregnancy. So I did suffer with postnatal depression. Well, I don't yeah. know actually if it was because it was about eight months after my son was born. And I just remember sitting in the hall and my partner was in the front room and just sitting there just feeling so lonely and I couldn't speak to him and I couldn't yeah. really understand it. When I did speak to him about certain things, I was crying. He did sort of say to me a few times, pull yourself together, woman, you know, and I just sort of didn't really feel like I could properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just saw this person just kept breaking down crying and I was so anxious and, you know, I, the anxiety was crazy. And um, because I thought, oh, you have postnatal depression when the baby's small yeah well, yeah one later on and so i didn't know i didn't really yeah. know it was my mum that recognized that, that made me recognize sorry she made me recognize look i think you need to get some help yeah, yeah. going on some medication for a while and um, my cousin actually is going through some anxiety at the moment and um she's going to be involved in this conversation and my mum is actually a counselor so she's going to be involved in this conversation and I just think people just need to have this conversation more. Yeah. And don't yes. get me wrong, this conversation is happening. But my mum told me, which I didn't know when we had a conversation about this the other day, that she tried to commit suicide when I was a baby. And I <gasps> had no idea. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Oh, that's so sad. No, I know. I was so well, sure. But there must have been no help or support for your mum. 
at that point. I mean, you know, I think we have moved on quite a lot from, you know, from when our parents were first and trying to understand postnatal depression after a baby is, well, it just didn't exist. No. You know, and yeah. if, if mums had problems, they had to, you know, sort of suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. It, was, it was fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. It was brutal. Oh. So, you know, oh, gosh. That's I horrible. Didn't know that. That was, when we had this conversation, I said, Mum, I think you should be involved in this conversation because yeah. she's, she, you know, she is a counsellor now and she's yeah. obviously been counselled over the years and she's had depression and she's been on medication. I think she oh. might still be. And, um, you know, she's been on medication on and off for her depression. And yeah. it's just, people just need to talk about this. Yeah. I was really scared of getting depression after this third child yeah um yeah just sort of being aware of it and i do had some downtimes being pregnant and i sort of had to take my way self away from the house go and sit in the park on my own and just do some meditation or just sometimes yeah. just sit there and yeah. the, in the pandemic it, it was a lot so you sometimes you don't know yeah. why I'm doing like this um but just being aware of certain certain things or triggers and yeah. um, before everything about my business, when things had gone wrong, it really did kind of affect me and, and group chats. So being in group WhatsApp chats, you, people can get offended and upset people. Um, yeah. You could take messages the wrong way. So, yeah. you know, I've had some parents before um, being rude to me in group chats and, and or I'd say something that I, parents might not really like. Or sometimes at that time when I was going through the depression, I was really unorganised struggling to manage to do things and the kids were going yeah. to um vegas that year and oh my god the parents were having a go at me and i was sitting on the sofa with my phone like shaking like waiting for responses and oh, rereading re 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 my messages oh danny and, that was horrible. Oh, horrible and you know i just never <sighs> be there again um but, but then again as well like people don't always uh, obviously realize that <laughs> like and, and that's why i think it's quite amazing how much you've achieved because you're doing it on own you know <clears throat> lots of people who would like to have gone down the avenue of having their own dance crew and dance you know classes and being able to have their own business you know I, I personally would have loved that but I I just couldn't I just I just didn't take the risk mm. whereas I don't think people understand where, and the same as Amy Amy's self-employed Amy runs her household because she has to earn her money as, as she, you know, if she doesn't work and if she doesn't do yeah. something, then she doesn't get paid. And I think that, that both of you are doing things that people just don't understand. So they, they, you know, if they have a criticism, they don't realize it's just you. Yeah, There's nobody yeah. else. I, I, you know, I fall back on my job and I can say, I can have a day off sick and I get paid, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's easy because oh, it's easy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas with you both, if you you ha you don't have that luxury, I have somebody like to say, oh, can you do X, Y, and Z for me and get it all out and just tell me how many people are going. Just don't have that luxury. Self-employed is very very tough mentally, and like you say, yeah. if you don't do it, there is nobody else to do it. If you yeah. decide to do it tonight, and there's something that's got that you a deadline for the next day yeah yeah you know you, you set something up like a workshop or whatever it might be and you don't advertise it properly or you know or even somebody working for you doesn't do what they're supposed to do or is sick or doesn't work or whatever it, everything falls back to you and yeah. then until unless you can grow it to a certain point where it, things are spread I've, I've had 
I have an administrator and I had somebody that was working for me doing all the finance of the business and you know she, I had to let her go and then my administrator now she works sort of equivalent to one week a month because yeah. we, there's just the money's just not there and yeah. so you know there's so many other avenues I mean I need somebody to work social media for me you know this thing so oh oh I need just that <laughs> oh, really okay well, it's a nightmare. I hate. I was talking to someone about it today. I hate. I mean, it's it's done me a, a massive favour because I've earned out of it. But okay. social, yeah. it's depressing being on social media. Yeah. <laughs> and having to think of stuff and it is. It's a really hard job. Like it was a job that I thought oh, I could do that. It's easy, but it's really not. <laughs> social Love media is a hard yeah. job. It's about being current. You've got to know what's happening. Totally so many different tricks to it and oh yeah all the algorithms yeah. and all that shit it's yeah. a science it is yeah. a science that's why marvin said that he just goes it. down a rabbit hole every time yeah. he sits he says he sits down looks at the phone uploads his stories uploads the content and then he said he looks up and it's like three hours have gone past <laughs> and he just doesn't realize where the fuck the time is and he comes here sometimes and it's like i could just hear these things constantly and it's like oh my god you're doing that fucking social media again it's like yeah well that's the only way i can get get business yeah, but it does it it does wonders yeah. for your business advertising yeah. if you could you know if you can yeah. do it right but what i was going to yeah. say is it's, you deal with people and that is the hardest job is dealing mm. with people and especially parents oh god <laughs> god like that's not an easy thing to do and people are passionate about their children and um and I understand that I have my own children. People are, are very passionate. And sometimes as when I've sent my kids to activities and I've sort of thought about how I'm treating that teacher or how I'm reacting or whatever it is, I try to think yeah. um, before I speak to them because of yeah. I've been spoken to, really been disrespected. And, um, you know, it's just tough sometimes. Um, it's just tough dealing with people and parents and, and, you know, people that try not to pay and all sorts of things that you go yeah through um it's, it's difficult situation but um you know i i am positive that things will change for my business and get better i am yes. nervous about this yeah. moment where we're just about to go back yeah um how are things going to be have we lost you just you haven't some a lot of kids just didn't want to join our online session so yeah. it's tiny what we've been doing and you're going back and it's like oh my gosh will people be desperate to get back or will they be nervous you you just don't know yeah. the, the business that i had before is now not there and loads of people yeah. have just left because they're not yeah. online are they going to come back you're sort of left in limbo and then yeah. all my parties last year everything got cancelled um so now it's like oh gosh will i now people won't because before i was coming up at the top of a google search will now people be booking for their parties um yeah there's just so many things um you know, but the Mum Mania podcast is something for me because one thing that yeah. I definitely felt is I do a lot for other people or uh, for this dance school and I felt very, very drained and overworked, mm. but also everything is about kids in my dance school and my own kids. Yeah. And you know what it's like when you're a mum, you can very much lose yourself. But Mum Mania is something I've always wanted to do presenting. I love interviewing people and it's just another avenue that I never quite manage yeah. down there's always just been too much going on and um i thought you know what i hope to have guests on on the podcast and just talking yeah 
exploring different avenues and we're going to be trying out different beauty hacks as well like Tembi and I we did our eyebrows um oh. and, um, you know like magnetic eyelashes yeah how, how good are oh, they yeah yeah those, yeah these amazing instagrammers and they're like oh Madeline, yeah <laughs> <it>? oh no <laughs> so, so yeah. we've we've got a friend and that actually amy's a bit well no amy's not as bad but we've got a friend nicole who literally if she sees something on instagram like a beauty product she goes and buys it and she'll say yeah shit shit what was the thing you guys bought? But she said it was really good. The makeup. Oh, that ill maquillage stuff. Yeah. Is it good? About the foundation that just matches. It is good, actually. Yeah. yeah. It is good, but it's just, because it's, we don't wear makeup. Like, we've just never been those girls. So, but now we're getting a bit older. <laughs> we thought maybe we should start wearing some foundation. But, it, yeah, it's nice stuff. It's, and they, their customer service and everything was really good. And I haven't got any complaints. If they yeah, literally, I, I think since <laughs> since we've been since we've been in lockdown, I I mean Amazon has just been, I guess, <sighs> just ruined. I can't. I've stopped. Tried to stop ordering fucking Amazon, and I think you want to give other businesses a chance, but Amazon. I know. Quick, it's, it's just, just easy. I know. I know. And then obviously Instagram. Anything new comes up literally say it and it all fucking pops up and it's really hard to say no like no i don't want it a couple of purchases on um you know that they have duplicate companies that do sort of fakes of the real thing yeah so i bought you know those shoe boxes are the plastic shoe boxes that's supposed yeah. to come shoes come out i got massively duped and i'm in the process of trying to get my money back they took about three months to come from china and they, if I showed you them, you wouldn't even believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh my God. We were moving house. I thought, oh, I've got this room. I've got to put all the shoes in there. I paid um, about £170 for these <gasps> plastic shoe boxes that don't serve any purpose. I, there's no way I could even dream of using them unless I remade them with cardboard all around the outside, which defeats the whole object. Yeah. Then it slide open. So some of those Instagram ads, they're not. They're, not they're hilarious. Uh, we've got a friend at Mary who bought some dumbbells and they're like, where do you, where, they are hilarious. She said it came like in a giant box. It's like, they're, I think they're 10 and they are huge. They look like, like cartoon dumbbells. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. they, it's just hysterical. I would love to see a picture of all the kind of, all the things we've bought and all the fucking mistakes we've made. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hilarious. That's, that would be interesting. I think that's something would to be. Think about, actually. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to admit to all the things that I've purchased. <laughs> when I went onto my Amazon, and I actually just got it recently, I was really excited about um, fridge storage and um, so, saucepan lid holders on the back of cupboards. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it's got oh, serious over idea. here. It's got fucking serious. Well, well, well. Like, I know, like, it's ridiculous. This is, this is, I need, these, I need these a life. Show your age that when you're actually uh, yeah, uh, right. fridge storage, it's like, you know, if I said that my, my goddaughter's 18, if I spoke to her about fridge storage, she'd probably just look the other way. Literally, this is when you realise oh, when, when things like that become important in your life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. I will. I will remove it from my uh, wish list. <laughs> oh no, I think I like it. Fuck yeah, it. No, it makes your life fine. easier. I love all that. Oh, energy. totally, totally. <laughs> got yeah. got an iron board holder and everything. I was well chuffed with it. Mm -hmm. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
thank you so much for yeah, coming thank on. You. Amy's gone. Amy's looked nice. Like me laugh. Got me sad lamp on because it's so bright. Oh, <laughs> um, and you know, don't forget. Like we're we're happy to come come on yours, Danny. Obviously, not looking like this because yeah. Know. Well, like I said, mine's video, ladies. So you know, get that foundation yeah. that you've bought. On I'll your get yeah. I can put my foundation <laughs> on. I oh, should put a foundation on. Yeah, and um, yeah. We honestly, what we wish you all the luck with it. But I yeah, do want to just say, do want to just leave and just say this. You're fucking wonderful. You're fucking amazing. You've done an incredible job. And, you know, and I think really you need to give your, yourself a massive, you know, sort of pat on the back. You've done amazing. And just yeah. keep keep doing it. And don't let anything stop you, honestly. Because yeah, if well, you older, listen you to that. I've got to do the stuff that I want to do with my life because my life yep. is passing me by. So that's why I'm doing this. There we yep. go. Good for you. Good for you. I appreciate you, Harry. You've been a really good friend through a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Amy and Harry. I appreciate. Yeah, and honestly, Amy, Amy is the techie. Okay. So I will, I will just uh, put us in a group, and you can ask Amy anything. I'm yes. just not that amazing. Thank yeah, you. No, for thank you so much, Mum Mania UK people. Mum Mania. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. Whoa! Hip hop hooray! Oh, have we done that one before? Have we done that one? No. no. That cup looks awfully big compared to you, Amy. Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's that's the one that Juno had as well, wasn't it? Yeah, she, she was even tinier <laughs> with her legs crossed. Up at the sofa with her Jimmy Jams on with her big cup of tea. Oh, bless, bless them. Back to school next week. I know, I can't wait. Not next week, the week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. But yeah, but that was lovely. That was lovely. How was that? That was great. Yeah, we can send all the the links to follow yeah. Danny. She's also got yeah, she's also got a podcast that you obviously heard about. We'll send the links on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just promoting girl power, women power. Power. Yeah, women. girls could do anything. We run this fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your Sunday. Lovely. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.